The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy podcast. I'm joined today by Austin and Steven. And intermittently by Kaylee and Whiskey. Yep. The dogs. And the sounds of sweet, hard plastic. That's right. We're just sitting around today doing a little bit of hobbying. Can you hear the sound of stuff getting tossed in that? I can, but I can't tell if it's coming through the mic or through here. Hit, Go ahead. Make a noise. Make a noise. Yeah, it's coming up on the okay, channel, so, so you're fine. Quit fucking with the listeners, Steven. No. <coughs> it's my only joy in life. Ah. <laughs> I find that Ultramarines torso. So, uh, today, we had a request on Instagram. One of the commenters, which I can't find right now, was asking, hey, when are you guys going to talk more about Adeptus Titanicus? Right the hell now. And we'll... Uh, Alternatively, never. <laughs> no, we're going to do it right this now. This is why you play word bearers and everyone hates word bearers. No, everybody hates uh, yes. uh, moral philosophers. Thank you, Sabrina. Ultramarines? Thank you, Sabrina Bank Jorgensen on Instagram for uh, this request on Titanicus Talk. And uh, I'm sorry, but you asked for it. So enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that they asked was like non like traditional builds for things or lists or what have you. And this led me to my, not, not my favorite Titan, but one that I commonly bring in lists that I don't see other people do. And that's the double flamer Warhound. Um, on the face of it, it doesn't look like a whole hell of a lot because the flamers are template weapons, just like in 30 K mm -hmm. you got to lay it down from the model. It goes out, you burn things for a strength seven, which is kind of like strength seven in 30 uh, K. Like it's not bad, but it's not getting through real tough armor. So, eh. I mean, I like my strength seven auto cannons, but yeah, but there aren't any rhinos to plink in Adeptus Titanicus. <laughs> yeah, most of the time for strength seven to work, you really have to lay it on thick. And when you only have two flamestorm cannons, that's only two templates. Yeah, it is three hits each. The way the way flamers work in Titanicus is the first model it hits takes three wounds. I guess you might say for thirty mm -hmm. k people, three pings. Yeah, three three attempts to do damage. And one for whoever else you happen to hit. They all take one each. I gotcha. So I've got six strength six hits, auto hits, mm -hmm. that I'm running around with, but I only have a little tiny range. Well, Lord, does that thing do hilarious work. Because I, I take it in a Corsair Manable. Steven, for those of you <laughs> not here, is already shooting me dirty looks. Um, I take it in a Corsair Manipul with Solaria's rules that I can sub out Reavers for Warhounds. Mm -hmm. uh, so I what happens... I see where this is going. Yeah, what happens is uh, the Corsair Manipul, its special rules, is you don't care about facing, okay. which is a big deal in yeah. uh, Titanicus. It's a huge part of the game is, you know, all right, I only get 
two, maybe three if I push it, and Warlord's only one uh-huh. turn. So if I'm having to like run around a building at somebody, I'm just going to be able to do that. Corsair gives no shits about this. You just spin around like a top. <laughs> Whee! And you can go backwards. At full speed. At full speed. Or sideways at full speed. And normally it's... It's like that guy in the office chair and the fire extinguisher. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. And normally it's two inches gets you an inch of backwards or sideways movement. So what happens is this little girl goes full stride and just starts running. And the rest of the list, there's a couple of... I normally bring a couple of Reavers with um, the Gatling or the Laser Blaster and then the big melta cannon with missiles on top. And they're you know, they're running around. They're having a good time. And then I have another pack of two Warhounds with the traditional plasma and bolter, mega mm-hmm. bolter. And people tend to look at that list and go, well, that flamethrower is not going to be a problem for the first couple of turns. So I'm going to not deal with that. And I'm going to try to murder some Reavers or get... Get the other warhounds if they stick their head out, or you know something. Sure, because again, the little little flamer warhound is just running along, hiding, going full stride. So like doing that double move every turn for yeah. the first couple of turns, and then we get to the cause of Stephen giving me dirty looks and shaking his head at me. <laughs> it gets behind you and stays behind you because it'll get behind a warlord, and suddenly that strength seven becomes strength nine because it's behind uh-huh. you <laughs> and horrible things follow because you're just roasting. The only downside to it is you can't call shot with it because it's a template weapon. So sure. it, it's kind of burning whatever the dice gods will. Right. Uh, except for the face because you can't see the head, so you can't hit the head. And you're just, you're just roasting everything. And there is at that point, if you're a couple of inches back, like under the shields, but not like right up on it, there's nothing that Warlord can do because it physically can only turn, even with pushing its reactor, 90 degrees. Right. So you're just never going to be an arc. And all you got to do is when it does that, sidestep a little, yeah. keep roasting, sidestep a little, keep roasting. The Warhound don't care. That Warhound gives zero fucks. It's upsetting. It's real upsetting. And like, <laughs> that's the funniest way of using it, but... Other warhounds, because you're because of the way the maniple and like the legion traits and all that are set up, the fact that it doesn't care about facing and just kind of goes wherever it wants and then turns in the direction it wants to lay down fire uh-huh. means that it's really really easy for it to get behind light stuff like warhounds, and suddenly like a warhound does not like six strike nine shots under the shields like. <laughs> That could kill it if you straight get a little, little yeah, just time. like straight up murder it. <laughs> so I've seen people will come out or like come out with like a reaver, same thing, yeah. and be like, ha ha, I'm 10 inches away. I'm going to blast you. What could you possibly do to me? You've got to like turn around to cut, like you got to walk around another Titan to get to me or whatever. You know, the turns for it. And normally I warn, like I'm at that point in my life where if I haven't, you haven't played me a lot, I warn you. Like, <laughs> I'm going to Tokyo drift the shit out of this Warhound and you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> No one believes you either. No one believes... Steven still doesn't believe me. <laughs> I mean, I believe it now, mostly because you're the only person I play, and there's so <laughs> many so many Warhounds. Yeah, so Steven normally takes three Warlords, because he likes a good Warlord. Sure. And it does not save him. <laughs> it does not. Uh, really, my only hope for shutting down... And this... 
you can you can take this to heart as someone who's uh who's done it several times now. Uh, if you like the heavy maniples and you you like your warlords like I do, and you bring two or three or however many it is that you can manage to fit into your tiny little grubby hands, um, if you do not kill those warhounds and if you do not position wisely and get them in firing lanes to kill the warhounds very early on, they're going to get behind you. They're going to stay behind you and they're going to be there until your warlord is dead. Yeah, that's the interesting thing because I don't actually use the Solaria Legion trait. Um, I'm running a DIY Legio that I've uh-huh. had in my head since Epic was still selling models. Um, to give you an idea how old Austin is. Oh, Lord. It was only like <laughs> six years ago, man. That they finally gave up the ghost. Um, Temporarily, at least. Inshallah. But anyway, um, the other real rude thing that I took... So the whole the whole thought behind my legion from a fluff perspective is that it's a warhound heavy legion. So anything bigger than a warhound, like all the prestige class guys go to warhounds. Sure. Everything bigger than a warhound is there to support the warhounds. Right. So it's like the double bellicosa warlord for when you just need a gun that a warlord can't carry uh-huh. or a warhound can't carry. And it's the reavers with the melta cannons for the same reason. Gotcha. Um, so when the DIY list came out, and there was that smoke screen you could drop. I was like, aha, <laughs> I already have missiles on all of my bigger engines. And that fits the fluff beautifully that they'll provide a smoke screen for the Warhounds. So now I'm even more rude because now um, nothing personal, kid. Instead Such. of, yeah, right. Like <laughs> instead of having Such my Warhounds hate. try to like run around and hide, occasionally I just bait people. And I'll just full stride out in the middle of the battlefield and say, ha-ha, who dares face in my direction? And then I have split fire on the Reaver or Warlord or whatever. And they don't think anything of it. Split fire is a dumb order. Nobody takes split fire. You're an idiot for doing that. And they'll turn some titans to fire at my poor exposed hounds. And then smoke comes down right on top of that full stride Warhound that can't shoot anyway. Suck a dick. It's the most disappointing thing that it's the most disappointing thing that I've ever fallen for. And I've <laughs> fallen for it at least twice in the same game. It might be too rude. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm a firm believer of building your list around the fluff and then taking that list and doing well with it. Uh-huh. But God, is that smoke just and I I don't I don't know. Like I Yeah, rude. like I it, it was real rude. Um, I don't know where the meta has fallen. I know for Adepticon, they were talking about uh, if you want to have a DIY Legio, you'd need to turn it in, turn in your like Legio traits yeah. uh, beforehand yeah. to stop like broken combos. I don't know how broken, like the rest of the world thinks the combo of Corsair Solaria and those fucking missiles are. <laughs> Uh, but it seems like real rude. So I, I may in future um, try to find something a little well, like more like you fun. said, it's, it's because people don't assume much of the Warhounds to begin with. Yeah, if they don't. If people started targeting your Warhounds first and foremost, then that list would yeah, have and, vulnerability and the smoke, to it. And the smoke is one use only. Yeah. There is that. Yeah. Um, but with the Reavers, having that 360 no line of sight required, 
means that wherever I want that smoke to go, it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. And like, There's oh, no scatter to the smoke? No, it's just... Nope, it's just a, just a five-inch template that you just yep, set just, down. I'm going to just set plus right... Right here. Like I've I've set it on my own hounds. I've set it on top of people's reaver or on top of people's warlords. Uh-huh. Set it in front of several warlords. Steven. <laughs> um Yeah, I have been utterly disrespectful with the, with gotcha. those. And I've found that at least in the points levels we play, which is normally like a full maniple and a bit, like two thousand ish. I only really need to fire one a turn. And I'll bring in that, I'll have the three Warhounds, the two Reavers, both with smoke, and then a Warlord with smoke. And it's just like, okay, for three turns, I'm going to stop one of your Titans from doing the thing you thought it was going to do. Good luck. And that, it, It's perhaps ungentlemanly at this point. <laughs> it's upsetting. Um, yeah. Well, the first step is to acknowledge you have a problem. True, and this is interesting because normally my fluff lists are real, real bad. It's <laughs> like pure theme all the time, and it right. doesn't work. And I force it, <laughs> like I just hate myself forcing it's... some sort of success out of it. <laughs> and I think the like the very first time I used it, I was like, "Oh, this is real good." But he didn't really know like that that was going to happen. I didn't really know that was going to happen. Right. And then the next time I used it, I was like, "Oh You're God, something! Oh God!" <laughs> uh, and then the other one I have, and I don't have the cards in front of me. Um, I think it's living living armor or living metal. Living armor. Living armor. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're supposed to be like the Legio. The green Mechanicum, right? Yeah, green green Mechanicum. If anybody hasn't checked out Iron Sleet yet, for God's sake, do it. It's an Inc. 28 group. It was my inspiration for why my Titans are the way they are, like kind of deeper than I had originally anticipated. But uh, anyway, I don't, Iron I don't Sleet. want to. Iron Sleet, all one word. Uh. Um, and if you just like Google Iron Sleet Ink 28, and it's just beautiful stuff from all over everywhere. Um, it, it's amazing. They're the guys that ran, I think, Tormegido was them, uh, some other stuff. But anyway, yeah. um, it heals your armor. So you pick a point, you pick one of your, you know, your legs, your head, your body, whatever. Uh-huh. And then you roll D10. And if that number is equal to or less than the amount of damage taken on the track, remove all damage from the track. And oh, if it wow. doesn't work, like if you roll over, uh-huh. uh, you don't lose the card. And it's normally three points, but because it's my Legio stratagem, it's only two for me. Huh. Like three seems a little pricey for it. Two, it's good fun, especially because I have so many Warhounds. Like it doesn't heal critical sure. damage, but they... They rack up five or six points real easy, and yeah. then suddenly, Haha, we're fine. <laughs> Continuing to tell Steve, that's for the he's entire, shaking his head. He didn't like that's that. That's for the entire Legion? For one Titan. For you one pick Titan. Okay. one area say, on one Titan. But gotcha. how many times, like, the whole point of Titanicus is once you drop the shields, normally you fire like a Bellicosa or something heavy and semi-random, and that picks your spot. And then everything else is going to be targeted at that location. Sure. Because if you blow out somebody's body, it doesn't matter if the head and legs are undamaged. Like, right. It's dead. Yeah. Um, especially like when you get to the later game, because you're starting to get damage bonuses, right? The more damage you do to a Titan, suddenly you're getting plus one strength, plus yep. two, plus three strength. Yep. So if you have a Titan and it gets hit and it's taking six points of damage and it's plus two strength to all the enemy weapons that hit that location, and then suddenly it's perfectly fine. Yeah. It puts a real monkey wrench into... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it dampens some of, you know, best laid plans of 
moon mice and demons. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> you know, you've you've got sights. You you gave him a good volcano cannon volley. Uh, you you laid into him with the macro gat. Wait a minute, why is it healing? <laughs> why is it fine? No, this was. Why is it fine and behind me? <laughs> this wasn't supposed to happen. And lo, it did. And lo, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're all burned up. Yep. Then you were utterly hosed. It wasn't uh, supposed to happen, so but it could. That's my Warhound Tactica for the day. Um, Which brings me to a point that everyone should be considering, especially after listening <laughs> to this. Why are you all so butthurt about Porphyrins? <laughs> Not not my co-hosts obviously but i mean we've all been on the internet we've all seen people losing their collective minds just grinding your gears you know what really grinds my <laughs> gears people who are scared of porphyrins but not scared of warhounds all right lay it out so the porphyrin right it's a it's a little dumb potato knight with a bunch of scary guns cool all right so what you kind of looks like a potato it, it even is a looks potato like knight. a potato yes. <laughs> And you know what? There's that other boy. dumb Acastus Knight too that carries conversion beamers around like briefcases. <laughs> and you know what? When they get released in uh, Titanicus, they'll probably get a whole bunch of butt hurt about that too. People are just gonna be real mad about the Acastus class for no reason. Because sure, the Porphyrin's got scary guns. It's got those uh, neutron whatevers. And the rockets. They get a million shots. They get a million shots. Like strength if, 10. They, if they take fire first, I think it's a plus one mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. ballistic skill, mm-hmm. right? But you know what? They're small little knights. One bellicosa cannon can reduce them to their component atoms. That did happen to me at Nova. Uh, I was playing a list with that had two of them in there. You had Porphyro Knights? I did not. Oh, I was okay. playing against a list that had two profies in it. I think it was like 1750. Okay. Um, and... I one-shotted them with a bellicosa round. Yeah. Boop. Gone. Well, no, I, I take it back. It was it was both bellicosa rounds. but Because if you critical hit, like they, they just explode. They're like yeah. any other night. So, yeah, they presumably they were going to be real nasty. And I've played again. Like, they, it's the same sort of situation. Like They'll get one shot off, uh-huh. and then you bellicosa the shit out of it, <laughs> and it's no longer your problem. A knight? Or a uh, a warhound would still be your problem. Yep, and that's the point. You should be scared of warhounds way more than you should be scared of Bellica or of uh, Porphyrins. Stephen Stephen would like to see a warhound ban at uh, Adepticon. You should not be calling for Porphyrin bans at Adepticon or Nova or Games Workshop. Shouldn't even be banning them <laughs> at their own tournaments because you know what? They're stupid. Double flamer warhounds out. You know what? You know what? That's not even the rudest build for war. It's not. It's not. There's a. There's a. Um, a stratagem you can get. <laughs> it's like I think it's called relic weapon, but it makes a. It make, takes any weapon that's. It's the big fancy plasma gun that you use. Oh yeah. So yeah, what? It, me what it is? Um, God, and I can't remember the name of it either. We were vastly unprepared for where this discussion has gone. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's just called a relic weapon. Yeah, it's it's something. Oh, experimental weapon. Experimental weapon, and yeah. it will give your plasma. Is it experimental weapon? We're going to pretend it is, listeners. <laughs> don't don't take our word for it. But there, there is goes. there is a weapon that will give you you randomly select <clears throat> a uh, a template blast weapon, and it gets plus two strength. Okay, sounds good so far. So you take that on a warhound. Steven's got the stairs. Like I was for a moment, I thought, "Wait a minute, a template blast weapon? You could put it on that dumb double flamethrower warhound." <laughs> but then I thought, "Wait, template blast? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's like a blast weapon." Yeah. Um. Anyway, so you do that, and it ups its strength by two. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Which, uh, Stephen, where does that put our plasma at? Uh, the little plasma blast gun, I think, goes up to nine? Nine or ten. It's high. Very high. Ten. Ten is <laughs> ten. the number I wanted you to say. Yeah. yeah so it's now ten base. Um, you always, you overcharge. It, like, it overcharges for four it's instead always, of two. Yeah, it's and always it's always maximal. overcharge. So you can heat yourself up real badly with it if you roll poorly. Uh-huh. However, remembering that you have a Tokyo Drifting Warhound, because... Well, that's just the best way and most fun. Um, You can then run that up behind somebody. It's not that hard. And uh, you do that. So you're now maximal firing strength 12. So it's baby's first Bellicosa. Mm -hmm. Then in addition, because you're running a pair of them, it gets another point of strength because Warhound shenanigans and you blow some sector of any Titan you want, because your rear armor, so it's plus two more, so you're not at strength 15. Yeah. Um, and you blow something egregiously to shit. Like, you're just, that's that's a couple of criticals, pretty much, even a Warlord's probably taking two criticals, so you're putting four points of damage out, two critical hits, <laughs> and then you called shot with the Vulcan Mega Bolter. Mm-hmm. The Vulcan Mega Bolter... Um, which remember the humble, sixes the humble the Vulcan. humble Vulcan Mega Bolter sixes to hit grant you two hits instead of one, which means that it it seems like it doesn't matter what I need to hit with a Vulcan Mega Bolter. It's always six hits, unless it's more than six hits. And it only has six shots. I, it's just the way of the world. <laughs> it's that dark magic, right? Uh, and that'll just blow through. Like I've one shot at a warlord. That way. Yeah, it's true. You melted straight through the knee joint of one of my warlords and just fell over. And yeah, and like, and both of us just sort of it was sat there in, in the shock. game. <laughs> like, its shields were up. It was undamaged to the legs anyway. It might have taken... No, it would have been undamaged to the, totally because it still had shields. Yeah. And I just walked behind it and just the one warhound did it. And we were like, Jesus. Well, well, that was rude. <laughs> like, I think I think I actually did apologize. I was like, I, no, I had no idea. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, Apology not accepted. <laughs> Friendship over. It was, but yeah. So that's something Porphyrins can't do. Porphyrins can't coordinated strike. No, and I Porphyrins think, can't Tokyo drift behind your precious, <laughs> precious warlords. And I think some of it might come out from the amount of terrain people use, as far as profies being real. OP as in not enough, not enough. Much, and yeah. and again, like maybe we play with too much just because I've got so much and it's cool. Yeah, who doesn't love terrain? Um, I love terrain. Yeah, so like I try What's and have the point in building it if you're not going to use it, right? Like I try and have a piece that'll totally block a warlord, two please two additional pieces that'll block reavers, two more that'll block hounds, uh-huh. and then a couple of pieces of area terrain. And that does seem like it doesn't seem heavy playing because now you've got a couple of fire lines and like if you have a Porphyrian it'll lock down that fire lane real well but they don't go anywhere. Yeah. They're not doing anything. Yeah. You can avoid a Porphyrian. They're just smaller warlord guns. But in some but on a lot of these tables I'm seeing it is just like oh I've got a Sacra Mechanicus and I've built all the terrain to be a bunch of like smaller buildings and it looks really cool but a war like you can't hide a warhound behind any of it. Yeah. And that I mean that'll change that'll change the way you know 
models are viewed as far as how useful they are. Yeah. So, in conclusion, be more afraid of Warhounds than you are of Porphyrins. Don't wish for easier lives. Wish to be stronger players. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. All right. That was not directed at any of our Patreons. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they've they've complained about Porphyrins. Except for Chris. You know who you are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Chris. No, we love you. Uh, we love all our patrons. We've actually decided to have our uh, a holiday in your honor. In your honor, in your honor. We, certainly <laughs> in your memory. It's it's going to be called Gulliman Day, and it will run uh, in the Hebrew fashion, in that it will start both on a semi-random date and begin at sundown, uh, and it's going to be sundown the first Wednesday of Nova uh-huh. uh, until sunset. That Thursday, Gulliman Day, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make it happen. I'll set the there will be up. no further questions. What, what happens on No further questions. I'll get the event ready. There will be no further questions. Thank you. Get some streamers, <laughs> some balloons. Oh, my. Oh, man. Oh, this is going to be fun. Anyway. I can just see the, you can <laughs> see see the gear. unsubscribe. <laughs> you can see the gears turn. You know how though. I do stuff. Way too over the top. Nothing in half measures. Yep. Go big or go <laughs> home. Like, Never in half measures. So, uh, yeah, with that, a little Titanicus talk. Yeah. Unless you got anything else you want to say? Any other uh, gear grinding Titanicus? Why are Warhounds so OP? <laughs> Steven can't handle it. They're, I, I'm a little bit salty. Uh, I will say the answer to Warhounds um, is probably just a is nice to go, to go Yeah, it's to go smaller. It's to have a bunch of knights. Yeah, it's not. Because the, they don't give a shit about. It's the, ant, facing it's the Ant-Man. What you're telling me is <laughs> the, answer, <laughs> the answer to Warhounds is not as I've been doing, which is to get more Warlords. It's to go no, smaller. It's, it's to go smaller. And maybe and the answer to Knights will inevitably be Predators, yeah. uh, the answer to which will be Heavy Sports Squads, Games Workshop. Which will then be Guardsmen. 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 And so on and so forth. The cycle <laughs> continues. <laughs> then a whole bunch of Ximillion Hounds. Uh, just... just Infinite grots. Infinite grots. (laughs) Just a little square with a green infinity symbol. These are grots. How many? All of them. All of them. Man protocol. Every every grot that's ever existed (laughs) is represented on this tile. Here you go. Thanks for committing species-wide genocide (laughs) in this friendly game. Thanks. I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. All right, so let's talk about what else has been new, particularly... I know you've been excited to get uh, here. Oh, the Warcom Yeah, speaking of not doing anything in half measures. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Road to Thramas, part one. The Warcom website gave us a little sneak peek at upcoming book nine, Crusade, and I am thrilled. Thrilled, ladies and gentlemen. That's Warhammer community for those of you that aren't hip or with it. It took me a second to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> In the event that you are not hip or with it, please get hip or with it at your earliest convenience. So, no judgment. starting up. First thing first, they show us some new Legion-specific units for Dark Angels, or one specific unit, the Interrupters, which, personally, I'm not a huge fan of the name, but I love the fact that it's Latin for murderers or killers, which is great. It's a little too... It's a little on the nose, <laughs> considering it, that it looks like they have plasma flamethrowers. I mean, you say that, but think about any word that's been in use for hundreds of years, like firearm, 
think about what that really means. No. Magic. All right, then. Shoo. Yeah, it, it's I'm going to have magic fire coming out of my arm. <laughs> Dumb name. If they'd had, like, some, I don't know, community outreach people, you know, workshop a good title. You know, it seems odd that a legion as mysterious as the Dark Angels would have such a straightforward name. Nobody their, speaks space Latin. For their for their <laughs> soldiers. Hey, what do we call these guys? Uh, murderers. Fuck it. <laughs> have the Night Lords oh, yeah. stolen that one yet? No? All right. <laughs> First Legion, we're getting the copyright in right now. That's right. Yep. Filling it out, sending it to the High Lords. Similar to destroyers of other legions, the Interemptors. I'm sure I'm saying that right. Obviously, I'm saying that one right. The Interemptors are the Lion's ultimate sanction, his final curse for those foolish enough to stand against the Dark Angels. Armed with plasma burners, they bring absolute devastation to your enemies. So when I first saw this, I immediately just looked at the pictures like, ooh, pretty pictures and assumed that these were the uh, plasma repeaters, which is the little, uh, the war gear that dark angels have in book six. Yeah. But then I saw plasma burners. So this is a brand new weapon that uh, we have not seen before yet. Interimptor. Interimptor. I've got, I've got it here. Nice. Here, here it is via, via Google. Interimptor. That's how you say Interemptor. Via Google or via Borat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, my... uh, Presumably both. My uh, Virginian... Meaning killer or murderer. Yeah. Right on the nose. But the direct translation they go for is Slayer. I like that, uh, too. Oh. Oh. This is really heavy metal stuff. So, technically, we have gray Interemptors for for the Space Wolves. Once again, <laughs> word bearers coming up short. We use our own language for things, and that's how we can justify making up words. Galvormach. Yeah. <laughs> Here's looking at you, Vilka Fenrica. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, moving on. Pla- plasma burners. Um, a lot of speculation what these are. And I they know look a few so of us, cool. A few people on Facebook, and I think Austin and myself personally feel like this could pos- potentially be template-based plasma weaponry. It looks like it should be a flamethrower, yep. or at least have a flamethrower setting. Uh, I could yeah. definitely see it being something like, hey, you can fire this at like a strength six plasma shot or a strength seven plasma flamethrower. Yep. From kill to murder. It's that little knob oh, on the side. And they, ah, that's what that is. They will, yeah, <laughs> right? Like, hey. Oh, have you guys seen this? Check, crank. crank this shit up to 11. <laughs> yep. Man, I don't want to have to pour out this box of backpacks. You don't have to right now. And be better. Be better at it. But uh, anyway, moving on to the uh, through the article. The Interemptors are part of the Dreadwing, and Crusade takes a closer look at all of the six wings that make up the Hexagrammaton. Yay. How excited are you that they held off on Dark Angels to make that happen? I think it's worth it. Yeah. From what I've been seeing. Uh, okay. There are also rules for making your characters into a scion of the wing of your choice. So, if you're a fan of the Firewing, who excel in destroying enemy command structures, then make your characters into a scion of the Firewing. So, I guess we might have some sort of, like, uh, almost assassination-esque type of wing. Because I never really knew much about the Firewing. I kind of assumed they were, like, a flame-based type of thing. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, like Firewing, you would think. Pyroclast light. But maybe they just run a bunch of destroyers with these plasma flamethrowers. Yeah. Fuck everybody. I um, feel like those murder dudes are probably more uh, closely associated with the Dreadwing. 
That sounds more their speed. Oh, no, they, right? they, they're completely called out. They said the Interrupters are part of the Dreadwing. Ah, yes. So, All right, well, yes. I stand corrected. Congratulations. Because, uh, I do know what I'm talking about. Well, I play Space Wolves and only care about so much about so. the First Legion. In Crusade, you'll also find rules we to We have field. a lot of enemies. <laughs> In Crusade, you'll also find rules to field Marduk, Cedrax, Cedras. Oh, boy, here we go. An Eschaton of the Dreadwing. Double asterisk. Going down to double asterisk. Eschaton is a title used within the Dreadwing to denote a warrior that has overseen the final death of an entire race or world. Nice. Cool. At the start of the Horse Heresy, Cedrus was one of the oldest living space marines, having faithfully served the Emperor for more than 250 years. There is very little that he hasn't seen, so before the battle has begun, he can impart his wisdom to nearby units, inspiring them to even greater deeds. And can we just take a minute to once again marvel at the fact that, look how ancient this guy, 250 years, <laughs> that motherfucker wouldn't be getting out of the tactical squads in 40k. It's true. Like, you've yeah. been around for 250, simmered down. <laughs> Wait until you were a real veteran, kid. Like, yeah, like, you might have made it out of the blood claws, but this is still a man's war, and we're going to have to ask you to hold this. <laughs> In addition to Legion-specific units and rules for the Dark Angels, Crusade also features new units for armies on both sides of the Horse Heresy. Beginning here with a little sneak peek of the Legion Arquitor Bombard. Which, which, I would like to note, is not designed stupidly, and is, in fact, quite cool. With its reinforced chassis and brutal short-range firepower, the Legion Arquiter Bombard is called on to break the most stubborn enemy fortifications or annihilate massed troops and armor. Deployed alongside infantry squads, the Space Marines know that these artillery pieces will see them through the most ferocious of firefights. The Bombard can be equipped with a variety of weapons, the most esoteric of which is the Graviton Charge Cannon, shown here. Like all Graviton weapons, it pulverizes its targets, cracking bones and rupturing organs. Which is all I ever wanted. Another Grav Bombard delivery mechanism. <laughs> Sons of bitches. So yeah, if you haven't seen this, this is definitely a Sakaran chassis. I'm pretty yep. pretty certain it's Sakaran. I don't think it's the new Saber chassis. No, it's not. It's a, it's a Sakaran and it's got the... It's got the side sponsons, which sized with heavy bolters. It, and it looks like a... It's like you put the, the tracks on backwards. Yeah, or just flip around, you know, take that middle piece, spin it yeah. around, throw and a chop giant off cannon the, on the back. The back half and throw a big big cannon to sit in the empty spot. And you are good to go. But it is a little weird. We we were talking about this before before this cast started. At okay, it's a it's a fast tank. Assuming, I, assuming it's going by the Presumably yeah. or at least like in, in universe, it's a right. fast tank that you've turned into an artillery piece, which means the whole point is uh, to avoid counter-battery fire. For those of you that don't know what counter-battery fire is, it's when enemy artillery tries to blow up your artillery. And in modern day, um, you've got a lot of things that can like look at the path of shells coming in and kind of triangulate backwards to where the artillery is and blow it to shit. Mm -hmm. So you only have a few seconds to do work before hate is coming your way. Mm -hmm. So you In this fire case, you have one turn. Yeah, <laughs> so you fire between three and five rounds, and then you haul ass. So that's, I feel what this is designed to do is fire kind of short range, haul ass as quickly as possible to avoid incoming fire. Which means, what are the less sophisticated guns? Because it doesn't come with crew. So it's not like if you put a basilisk or a medusa cannon on the back of there, there's right. like a guy outside loading. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's really set up to have 
external stowage for like shells or whatever. Like you might be able right. to fit a crane back there to like, yeah, kind of like how um, the BFG has a little crane that'll pick up a gun yep. or like the, the Medusa for Forge World has one. So I'm wondering what the less sophisticated weapons are going to be. Yeah, the fact that this is the most esoteric of the group, or so they claim. Probably thud guns, quad launchers, thunderfire. Thunderfire would be weird. I could see a quad launcher though, because you would just kind of pull the lanyard, all the shells go, you roll, a, you run away. Two quad launchers. Oh. <laughs> Four. I play militia. Oh, just quad, stop. Quad launchers. Stop. Nobody Any- needs that in their lives. Anyway, the Except Legion... people fighting militia. <laughs> the Legion Arquiter Bombard can be fielded by both the traders and the loyalists in units of up to three vehicles. It's sure to prove a popular weapon Hate on the battlefields of the Age of Darkness. The Horse Heresy Book 9 Crusade will be available next year. The book also includes rules for the Legion Saber Strike Tank, the perfect tool for your Dark Angels, Night Lords, or any other Legion for that matter. Grab one today! Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm super happy. What do you think some of the rules for the uh, the wings will be? Like, what do you think making your character a scion of a certain wing will entail? So, I'm thinking it'll, like, turn certain units into troops, probably. If I was... I'm like, this is complete speculation on my butt. But, like, it's also really hard to to guess... Because I'm assuming, because like, so right now we have the Iron Wing and we have the Raven Wing. Both fairly straightforward. The Raven Wing a little bit more, uh, a little more specialized because it's all flyers and bikes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Speed. Um, if I had to think of things for like Death Wing protocol, I don't necessarily think it would be like the 40k Death Wing where it's all Terminators. Although it, I can see it doing that as well. But looking at the Deathwing in 30K and the novels and stuff, they don't really like really push that it's all Terminators all the time. No, they. Well, you'd also have to wonder. It almost seems like the Zone Mortalis detachment. Yeah, like when you shit's really gonna go down, call in the Deathwing. I honestly think Iron Wing protocol is perfectly fine the way it is. Mm -hmm. Like if I don't really see them changing that much, although to to be honest. Did any of the uh, rights of war change for like the Blood Angels or White Scars? Uh, the Gregorian get... Brotherhood got hit with the nerf bat a couple times, but other okay. than that, like the ones in Book Six, like did the Blood Angels did they did that change or did I they don't get think a new their one? rights changed at all? Okay, and mm-hmm. they didn't get a new one. Did they not? Mm-mm. They still have the same ones. You can tell I'm really reading that book for the Blood <laughs> Angels stuff. <laughs> yeah, obviously. But, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine uh, Iron Wing to stay the same. Raven Wing, probably. It de- also depends on what kind of new units we're looking at. Yeah. But like with the Saber Strike tank, now it's a fast attack tank slot. Iron Wing made it a whole lot easier to go. I love it. I would imagine they probably do something not entirely unlike the um, the Thousand Suns uh, Cult Arcana. It's going to be something very similar, I'd imagine. Yeah, like you can take a mixed bag. Yeah, make your you know your commanders a scion of the the whatever wing. Here's uh here's some benefits to yeah. your troop choices. Bring those guys as troops and bring whoever else you want. And yeah. I thought my wallet was hurting right now. Yep. Just yeah. wait. You're gonna load up all these <laughs> options on me. Yep. It's like oh no. 
Time to invest in more magnetics, I guess. Yeah. It'd be cool to see uh, the, oh, what is he called? The uh, the armored, le- the, the master of legion that you can take, who's just a tank commander. I forget what he's called. Master of armor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be Which cool is if- effectively just a Sakaran, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cool if he gets up, if you could, if the Dark Angels could upgrade that dude to now, an, an Iron Wing like, commander. So if here's I a Fellblade right, right around. So if I think it was in Dreadwing. Eat your heart but the out, master, Casterman. The master of the Iron Wing is a Dreadnought. What? Yeah. I can't remember my Steven, name. this means that they might be able to do an all Dreadnought army. <laughs> but that's for the Iron Wing, right. so. You'll have to. They're a traitor Iron Wing. Tanks, <laughs> tanks and. So we'll see. Just start your third all dreadnought army, the dreadnoughtiest. Oh man! And you could then, then you could Legion. then have a no, no, no. Then for your doubles, you talk somebody else into playing one of your other all dreadnought armies, and call yourselves the dreadnoughties. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You heard it, folks. Twenty twenty one coming to a nova near you. Yeah, you want to play Iron Warriors, Austin? Fuck no. Wait. So what I'll I'll probably be deep into either another demon army, Stephen. It's not my fault. Or uh, my new militia army to go with your new demon army, or any number of things. Yeah, or like my <laughs> other militia, or my other militia. Yeah, or maybe Space Wolves. Who knows? Who knows? So I will say one thing I was surprised at was the um, the name drop of this guy Marduk Cedrus. Never heard of him in my life. Is there another guy named Marduk? There is. He's a word bearer. He's not a good guy, is he? (laughs) (laughs) Never trust anybody named Marduk. He's a dark apostle. (laughs) That sounds bad. Yep. Marmaduke. He's not your... He's not what you'd call a good neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm surprised they put this guy with this unknown character in instead of like a Ferreth Redloss, who is the... I was the about to say, I, I don't know him either. So he's so all, Red all Loss, Dark Angels characters are unknown. Red Loss is in the novels. Yes, I'm just so, trolling. I, I know, I know. And I'm not taking a bait. <laughs> not taking a bait. So I'm surprised Spoiler they didn't alert, use him. It's because he dies in the Thramus Crusade. Oh, That's also no. wrong. That's also wrong. Get up on your lore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm the lore master. I get to decide what is the lore. <laughs> that right. is true. Steven so. became our lore master at our annual Christmas game. Mm-hmm. All hail. Where we all go to the bar and have a nice little uh, trivia night. trivia night. Yep, <laughs> a little trivia dueling action where the previous lore master will make her little trivia contest. Yeah, if you thought the one I ran at Nova was rough, had had some. The stumpers. one you ran at Nova was rough. Yeah, no, the one at <laughs> this Nova was, was easier yeah. than the one you did at Nova. They were the exact same questions. Madness. Uh, <laughs> maybe one or two. I literally, the only thing I did was I pulled out like three questions and inserted the ones about our <laughs> lovely community. Huh. Everything else was questions directly pulled from Nova. Get good, Stephen. I am good. I'm and here master. we are. Yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> and I'm not salty just because I didn't know the Legion's in order. But yeah. Red loss? That's Red what loss. you were saying? Red loss? Yeah. Dreadbringer? Was the Dreadbringer. Commander yeah. of the Dreadwing? Yeah. Voted Neat. lieutenant. Ooh. And voted for some lieutenant? reason, for, for some reason, what is his rank? He's a voted lieutenant. Well, you probably have to get. Seems low on the totem pole for a guy well, in charge of a. There's he is the dreadbringer though. I mean, he's right below a uh, captain. Right below um, <laughs> what's his face, the I'm, lion. So <laughs> is he? Uh, well, that would dark be a angels, paladin. Dark angels have ridiculous. I like 
who knows what's going on over there. It's true. We do all sorts. I think of crazy that's kind stuff. of the point. Yep. Yeah. 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 But I mean, with the uh, really leaning into that Sun Tzu, never let them know how big anything is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Including Red Loss's sword, which you don't know until it's bifurcating your torso a half. <laughs> do not. Yeah. Um. I mean, maybe with the uh, with the make your character a scion of the of the whatever wing rules, they're giving you the opportunity to represent Dark Angels characters. Possibly. Yeah. I do hope they have a Core Swain. That'd be if cool. they got Raldoron, they gotta have Core Swain. If they got Sigismund, they got Core Swain. They gotta have Core Swain. One would hope. Except yeah. if we took a show of hands of who can describe what Core Swain is equipped with. A sword. He says, not actually knowing. <laughs> I mean, Core Swain He's did a dark angel. <laughs> Core Swain did stick a sword into the back of uh, Kurs, so. Oh well, that's always funny. Yeah. I'll give him credit for that. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. It'll be who is the, the guy gear. that had the axe? Um, I think that was Red Loss. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Fareth Red Loss has the axe. That's probably why they don't mention him. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the, the black sheep of the Dark Angels because he doesn't use a sword. Sword, sword no, because his sword. sword gets or because his axe. axe gets stolen by <laughs> like just gets like tossed by Russ and some space wolf finds it and is like. This would be a good memento. I'm going to take this and tell my friends stories about it. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happens. Maybe he'll have a uh, Great Crusade version where he has the axe and then post-Great Crusade where he's just got like a basic power sword. Yeah. And, and they don't what, trust me with cool space stuff. Wolves. Absolutely. I really hope that in the friggin' Dark Angels book they bring something to that in. Yeah. Because I think we're, we're not even like by the Emperor's command or anything. I mean, granted... The hate isn't as deep as it uh, becomes in 40K. But I love I, I loved that old rule where if you had Space Marines and Dark Angels fighting a battle yeah. in like 4th edition, whatever it was, you had to have a little mini fight between yeah. your HQs to oh, start the that, game. They still have that to some extent. They do? I think it's awesome. like a stratagem. You can have an 8th now too. But they had in 7th and 6th. I am curious though what option I'll give the Lion if he'll have the Lion Sword. Or the wolf blade after mm-hmm. the ruined storm, when Gulliman foolishly breaks the lion's sword, and now he's got this big ass chain sword. Oh, Oops. poor the lion! So, what is it with you, Dark Angels, and losing all your good weapons? <sighs> Look, when you're on the front lines, just wrecking traitor ball sacks, there's nothing else to do except <laughs> lose your weapons and get new ones. <laughs> and and yet, Gulliman takes it. Gulliman couldn't take a weapon off a Lorgar. They destroyed two it was, whole traitor it was, homeworlds. They got it was semi consensual. It was semi consensual. You know what we call Gilliman's, something Gilliman's that's like, semi consensual? Non consensual. No, no, no. Gilliman's like, what do you mean you got curs that way in a way I asked you not to? Give me that thing, and then breaks the sword. What do you mean you did this thing that I specifically asked? Now you get about? out of here, he says. The lion. Uh, we'll know, save the rest the, for Gulliman know, Day. One of the three Primarchs he knows. You know, still around in the ruined storm, and he sends him off like, "Okay, Gilliman." Look, Gilliman. <laughs> no. Okay, Gilliman. Not to not to pop the top early on Gilliman Day, but he's not exactly known for making the best decisions all the time. Oh <laughs> uh, Lord, it's gonna be fun. Come oh, yeah. out, come out to Nova. It'll be a good time. Oh God, am I gonna have to make T-shirts? I'm gonna have to make T-shirts. I mean, presumably at least party hats. Half two is a strong <laughs> we'll word. Do, we'll, we'll do party. We'll hats. do party hats. Some balloons. Yeah, we'll bring. Uh, Right, your best. I don't know, maybe hip, hypnotic, the blue shit that's running around. Oh, yeah, like yeah. themed right, beverages. Yeah. Write your best Gilliman burn. Bring it to Nova. <laughs> we will give you a prize. Mm. Ooh. As a word bearer, <laughs> I 
I give you my oh man. We'll word. get little streamers. <laughs> we'll, we'll get little streamers with uh, ultramarine symbols and emoji poops. Maybe we'll make buttons. Uh, <laughs> Gulliman Day, twenty twenty. Buttons. First All annual Gulliman Day. First would be good. Annual. Well, be good. first first annual first recognized first official first yes. official yeah the inaugural Gulliman Day. There's mm. been two. <laughs> Unofficial Gulliman days already. I feel like we've now get, let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> hey. All right. What else we got to talk about? We love about you. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> what else we got? Um, ah, here we go. I was looking for this piece. I don't know. I we've, it. we like Steven and I have been going balls deep into some crazy fluff creation and lore and all of that. Yeah. Looking into that sort of nonsense, which has been fun. It has been a lot of fun. Um, um if you, are a Demon of the Ruinstorm player, and you're like, I kind of like playing demons, but I'm not huge on the idea of Undivided, and I'm no, I don't really jive with any of the four Chaos Gods, and you want to make your own Chaos God, just find an obscure word for an obscure emotion. That's what we did. Yeah, that we actually... <laughs> so I was reading... I, I don't remember what it was, but um, the word I found was Litosk. Which I'm sure I'm pronouncing incorrectly. It's uh, just litos. Litos. Yeah, we whatever. Added, we added is there the extra a, syllables. Is later. there anybody that speaks Czech that could? Qu- know, but anyway, you're the one who had the Google Translate. Fuck it, we're done there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, um, what is, what does it mean, Stephen? It is uh, crippling sadness paired with a intense desire for revenge. Which is peak well, Eastern sounds, European. Like, sounds amazing. Like, are you from the Balkans? This is the word for you. I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever met a Soviet in your lifetime? Boy, if I get something for you. Yeah. Just be sad, but also want to get back at people for it. Yep. Um. Anyway, so we came across <laughs> that, and within about five minutes, we realized that that would be an amazing concept for a demon army. Yeah. Because that's very. That's just like very chaos. Like it's a very rich emotion. And it's one of those things like you can whisper like, oh, Jesse, you're real sad. You know why this horrible thing has happened to you? Crippling. Steven, you should murder him in his sleep. Statistically <laughs> speaking, it probably was my fault. <laughs> or like, hey, didn't, didn't get that promotion at work? God, your boss is a fucking tool. And... Like Susie, who got that promotion instead of you, murder her in her sleep. <laughs> like, so we, we kind of, or when she's awake, or when know. she's awake, fuck it. <laughs> as long as it gets done. <laughs> but it's sort of that like utter, like so you have a yeah. you have like this concept of like you are utterly like desolate, like the yeah. worst thing in your life has happened, and you all you can feel, you have nothing left to lose. All you can do, yeah, burning desires. Yeah, like all you can do is feel mad about it. Burning desire to fix what is you've been wronged, but that tends to end badly, right? Like, yeah, of and all the things like, oh god, this horrible thing has happened, and I'm going to take vengeance on somebody. Yeah, how many well? How many success stories do you hear? Is like, yeah, I was really down in the dumps, and then I murdered my best friend, and it all went up. Yeah, now I'm a exactly, multi-million dollar. Look at these women. Look at these that's cars. That's exactly I have. how Elon just, Musk got <laughs> as successful as he has. God. It's the designer of that car. That that new truck is just. For revenge. Light a few candles, say a few so, prayers to the demons, and for, uh, uh, there you go. For funsies, litos is a Czech term, means a state of agony and torment created by the sudden sight of one's own misery. Yeah, so Very with undertones of wanting this. revenge. So like, it's like you sit down, you know, you've had a hard day of work, you pop that like 
probably Pabst or Bud Light, some bad beer. Right, something And sit down and kind of look around at your trailer and go, wow, (laughs) I am that guy. And that's just like such a great emotion for a chaos god to have because it's like, okay, you find the people that are like that and you're trying. Who is like that out of curiosity? Huh? Who is like that out of curiosity? Peak uh, abhuman. Oh, right? Beast yeah. man. Like any given any given beast man is probably feeling that way. Especially if you're not like a beast man. Like if you're not a gore, right? Because at least a gore is like big and powerful and generally just sort of angry. But like Steven's Ratman or like Ungore or just any given downtrodden mutant. Like you didn't ask for this. You didn't do anything to deserve this. And yet this happened. And one day you're going to peel the blinders back of like, oh, wow, life's horrible. I'm going to get even. And uh, you're going to try. However, it's the Imperium of Mankind and never, ever, ever will that work. So it's just sort of like helpless rage against the system that inevitably leads to your soul going straight to the demons. Yep. So if this being said, are you like making your own custom demons or... That's classified. Okay. It's under under tight wraps. Uh, yeah, under tight wraps. Um, however, just like, what, like, what kind if, of demon rules would you be using? If the that? dread naughties don't happen in 2021, we may... So for th- for this Nova, and we, we've talked about this, I'm doing my Bissos demon army and Steven's rat men are accompanying as devoted slave servants to pave the way to glory. And at some point in the future, the opposite of that will take place. Um, with Stevens, demons, and my newfound beastmen, undead or uh, ungors and whatnots, we'll flip the script. Yeah, and it's going to be real good. Nice. Yep. But yeah, I, I thought it was fun because like neither of us, it just sort of appeared to me as this word, and I was like, oh hey, just appeared to you like in a dream, yeah, in, in, a, a in a in a vision when I realized how oh, miserable dear. my life was. Oh, dear were you uh, were you sifting through animal entrails at this point in time? Certainly not fresh entrails. Oh, well, of course not fresh in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> but I and then, you know, just like bouncing off I like Stephen I I was on the phone just like, you know, on Facebook Messenger messaging him, "Hey, this is a weird word I found. Look how like Soviet that is." And I could almost hear like the gears in his mind start working. And five minutes later, we'd like come up with an awesome concept for like an army. So, you know, peek around in weird places. That's what we're saying. Yep. Especially you demon guys. Cause man, are there unsettling things in dark corners? Yeah. Not just spiders. Sure. Although certainly spiders. <laughs> and with that, I think we can wrap it up today. Um, mm. Be sure to check out our discord. If you need the link, it'll be in the description below, wherever in the show notes on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Remembrancers Retreat, and RR30K Podcast. Uh, thanks again to our patrons. With, uh, with your support, we're able to keep this show going, keep the lights on. Definitely appreciate it. To our Predator tiers, Alex Selth, Chris Mack, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Josh Phillips and Matthew Boyce. Our Centurion tier, Angry Boy Hates You, Derek Knoll, M. Hernandez, Minis by Applesauce, Mark Henry, and John Christensen. And our Sergeants, 
Duncan, Emily O'Hare, and Travis Smith. Thank you all so much for your support. We are super thankful, and uh, honestly, we're pretty honored to have uh, people believe in the show enough to where they actually throw money at it, and we'll try to keep you guys happy as much as we can. R30K.com is our website. If you want to check out uh, cool rules for uh, Battlefleet Heresy or Strike Team, all the rules can be found there. And, uh, yeah, with that, my name is Jesse. I'm here with Stephen and Austin. Have a good night. Keep those dice rolling.